0: Welcome to the film Situation Podcast And we have Johnny Zito hello on the film Situation, which is our <laughs> new podcast and you're our guest for the day and we really appreciate you, Johnny oh, Thanks I for appreciate being here. You. thank you Johnny's it's an a old pleasure f- He's an old friend of mine yes. and uh, he was also a member of the New York hardcore scene. I used to see him at punk and hardcore shows at CBGBs. so I knew who he was even back in the day and then I bumped into you again years later. We were at the Producers Club in Manhattan. Right. And I think that was around 2010. Yes. And, uh, yeah, then we sort of connected from there. Right. Yeah. And that was... Uh, I was even in one of your shorts. Yeah. And you did a terrific job. man. Oh, it. thank you. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. How have you been, Johnny?
1: Oh, Okay, man. Like, psyched to be here. Thank talk you. About, <laughs>
0: talk about films, man. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> talk, talk movies. Yeah. So, I... I how long have you been an actor? Uh, I graduated
1: from New Actors Workshop in two thousand and oh wow, two thousand nine. Okay, but, uh, but I kept, but I stayed a year, uh, going to having some workshops with some of the faculty, and then Mike. I came and, to Mike, one of your plays. I remember right, once. Right. In, yeah, yeah, you came to the Story Theater, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. A, it was nice. It I was stayed for like a year studying Mike Nichols after that.
0: The director of the Graduate. Yeah. Fantastic director. Yeah, great teacher. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine.
1: Yeah, I love him. I miss him. Yeah, He was a good guy. Yeah, what, was, what did
0: you learn from
1: him? Well, like a takeaway that you learned. Oh my god, everything, man. He was like he was very uh, very zen in the way he taught. So like he would he didn't be, yell or anything like that. No, and he rarely gave like direction unless he wasn't like the guy from whiplash no 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 not at all man he he talked like he was tell stories but the stories were like about what he saw us doing you know so it was like a story of like Meryl Streep you know doing this and Jack Nicholson doing that and he'd be like why is he telling us this story then it's like oh then it all connects Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like now even now like I think about his stories and I'm like wow, you know, you, like, they're so deep that even now they still hit me, you know, like, for something, and I always hear his voice in my head,
0: which is weird. That's a, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's amazing. That's kind of cool, yeah, actually, yeah. that, it, uh, you know... Yeah,
1: yeah, he was, he was, like, he was, like a, he, was he was great.
0: He was great. very young, I think, when he directed The Graduate. Am I yes. right? Yeah, he was, was he in still... His, was yeah. he in his 20s? Am I crazy? I don't know if
1: he was in his 20s. Or not. I forget.
0: Yeah. You know, I just... That's a movie that really lasts, yeah. though. Like, you could watch it today, you're like, wow, that's, uh... Yeah, you know it. It doesn't. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. It's like it was ahead of its time in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, even uh,
1: well, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? I even loved more than that. That was his first one. You know, that was. Uh, I have to go watch that one. That was. I'm familiar yeah. with it, but I've never watched. Yeah, that it. was his first his first yeah. uh film, and uh, and his first film is with like
0: Elizabeth Taylor and <laughs> Richard Burton. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. That's amazing. You know, yeah. Well, what then what was his backstory? How did he, he, was, sort of
1: he was uh he was involved with um another teacher of mine. Uh see my my school New Actors Workshop had uh, three people from uh was started by three people from the University of Chicago, which was Paul Sills, George Morrison, and Mike Nichols. George Morrison was ended up he's well known for being uh Gene Hackman's teacher.
0: Oh yeah, Gene Hackman is fantastic. like 10
1: years. He was Gene Hackman's um, teacher. The, um, Even Gene. Gene Gene Hackman like thanked him on the on the Oscars when he won the Oscars for the French Connection. Oh wow.
0: I love the French connection. Yeah,
1: yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and then Mike. So it was Mike, George Morrison, Paul Sills. Paul Sills started the Compass Players, which was like uh it, which ended up he was also the founder of The Second City um, in Chicago. The, you know, famous group, of yeah. course. Yeah. So the Compass Players, Mike, yeah. Nichols was part of the Compass Players and he met Elaine May and then uh Elaine
0: May was Second City right
1: Elaine May is Compass players but also Got early Second City Gotcha, yeah. right yeah they were all this kind of like yeah. all kind of like
0: and Second City itself. was kind of like the legendary improv sure yeah yeah thing that you know, so many saturday night live cast members came from there
1: yeah everybody yeah Belushi, i mean i yeah right. like i i recently well, not recently like maybe 5 years ago or something i met uh Jim Belushi uh, met him a few times Oh yeah, and uh, he was he was great, you know. He's yeah. like, but he he was directed by, uh, you know, we had some something in common. So uh, you know, like a st- he was directed by Paul in like uh, a Brecht play called Bal, yeah, by Paul Sills. So we have people in common and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Second City. If it wasn't for like Paul Sills, there, w- there wouldn't be like Steve Carell and all these other guys. Yeah, uh, you know, that's nowadays. amazing. Yeah. So Mike came from that whole improvisation. I didn't know that. That's yeah. pretty cool. I didn't, yeah, that
0: makes sense though because uh, even the graduate had a had, had a comedic beat to it. Like, yeah, when when they like when he's at that party, he's like, "I got one word for you." He's like, "Plastics." Plastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that just the other day. Like, I was like, I don't know why it was in my head. I was like, that's such a, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing.
1: Line. I went. I went to go see it recently. I saw a thirty-five millimeter print at uh, IFC because. Um, the author of, the, of um, Mark Harris, he also wrote a book called uh, Five Came Back about the five directors that went to World War II and came back. And then uh, the uh, rev- pictures out of Revolution he wrote. But he just recently wrote a, a, a book about Mike's life, biography. And uh, so he was there presenting The Graduate, 35-millimeter print. And I'd never seen it. I've seen it on the big screen before when they did a restoration, but I never saw a print of it, so it was actually pretty cool. But, um, yeah, you get, and it's a lot to see. Like, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you don't notice. Oh, uh, right. That because makes Because on the small screen, because yeah. Mike packed in some things and visuals, you know, that hidden yeah. jokes. Sure. And you see it on the big screen, you're like, oh, now I get that joke. Yeah. You know I mean?
0: So I'm a big, I'm a big, I have my projector over here in this room, my 4K projector. It's actually, I project movies. Oh, nice. this wall, I set that up sort of recently. Great. We You should uh, hang out and watch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Man. Sometime. Um... But yeah, I feel like that's you know I'm a big fan of watching things projected. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't know, I I'm a big believer in, you know, like I don't know, I, I don't know how people watch movies on their cell phone. Yeah, yeah. I do it. I, I do it. I do it to catch up. I have to. Well, you know, you know? like it's better than nothing, right? And, you know, you can get the, but but you have to admit there are certain films that are not going to be as impactful, no, like Lawrence you, of Arabia. Yeah, like or the <laughs> or the Revenant. Right, right? right, I saw right. The Revenant in the movie theater. Yeah, I, I saw that in it in the movie theater too. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. it yeah, was really good. It, yeah. And I find that people that usually loved that movie or connected with that film, they saw it on the big screen. On on the big screen. Yeah. People that didn't connect with it, I always ask them, like, did you see it in the theater? They're like, no, I saw it at home on TV. It's different. If you're at home eating a sandwich while you're yeah, watching yeah, The it's Revenant, totally it's not gonna different.
1: be like the, it's not gonna be the no, same. I'm all about like I went to go see uh, what I see. I saw Lawrence Arabia, 70 millimeter print over at uh. Museum of Moving Image. I saw that. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a cool to, place. you know. And then I saw uh, what else did I see on the big screen recently? Like oh, Wong Kar uh "In the Mood for Love" and um, "Chungking Express." All in oh the yeah, us. because they were showing that at yeah time. See, I yeah. I saw that they were doing uh, a whole Wong Kar yeah sort yeah. of exhibition. Yeah, so I went. I
0: you that's know, cool. So I, 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 I wanted to in big screen. You I know? wanted to go check that out as well. I, I didn't get the chance to. Yeah. Uh, I love the IFC Center, actually.
1: Yeah, this I saw. I saw some at IFC, but I went to uh, Lincoln Center because I'm a member over there. Oh, cool! The the films. uh, Do they like invite you to special events if you're a member? Yeah, 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 and you get discounted tickets and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like the New York Film Festival started yesterday. The new 59th uh, festival started yesterday. I already got a ticket for. uh, The card counter. No, you know everything got uh, everything got sold out. very fast huh yeah which usually happens then i'm yeah. usually the one that's like damn you know so yeah, yeah. it was uh i got a ticket i got two tickets for two of the revivals i got one for uh, melvin van peebles sweet uh sweet sweet ass bad bad i'm people are going to get mad if they're getting the title wrong sweet sweet facts. bad ass yeah, Melvin Van Peebles who just passed away, and it was like I had yeah, bought legendary. a ticket. Rest in peace yeah, to yeah, yeah, Melvin I bought it. I've Peoples. never seen that movie, so uh, I'm like excited because it's gonna be my first time seeing. It. It's gonna be on the big screen. So yeah, and then I also got a ticket for Assault and on Precinct Thirteen. I've gotcha. never seen that on the big. Screen. I've
0: never seen that. The re- I've never seen. I've only saw the remake with Ethan Hawke. I oh I yeah, never saw the, the original. Yeah,
1: I hate to like <laughs> we were talking before about actors and things and like people that and, like <laughs> movies. I hate to say something's bad or I don't like it because. I know there's the effort that goes into it. Yeah, into yeah it, So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. But I I I'll say watch the original. How yes, about that? How okay. about that? I'm going to watch the original. <laughs> I will put that on the list. How I, about that? Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm having a, my list is growing pretty lengthy at this point. Um, do you oh, my it? God. Yeah. I just saw this movie the other night that came out um, with Hugh Jackman. Oh, it's I saw It's called Reminiscence. That. I really liked it, actually. Did you? I liked okay. it. Yeah. You didn't like it? <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> no Locking comment. On, I throw away the key. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. I don't know. Listen. For what it was, I liked it. Right. You know. I know. You know. Again. So that's that's actually one more. Maybe it was good that I watched it in bed at home before I went to bed at night. Like right. If like I wonder if I would have liked it as much if I had made a night out of going to watch it at the movie, the movie theater or, or something. Right. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of a good thing to throw on before I fell asleep. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm liking this, you know? I was trying to figure out, like, what was going to happen. And, you know, I had some, yeah, I had some things that I liked. So the Cry Macho. I haven't seen that That yet. Yeah, My mom told me that she saw it. She said she liked it. She said Clint is getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, but he did it, he did it, Uh, you know. He did it he justice? Did it, yeah, he did it justice, you know. I, I, I have just re- didn't
1: get, the only thing that bothered me was the voiceover. I don't know why they did the, why they had the voiceover. Oh, there's a lot
0: of narration. It was a voiceover. It was like it was Throughout un- the film? unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it was unnecessary. Like, yeah, know. I don't
0: like it when it's heavy handed. Like, yeah. I don't mind voiceover when it's sort of sparse.
1: Was it that one? Or, or like,
0: I mean, like Scorsese does voiceover on a lot of his yeah. films, but he does it, I think, in a good way. Like, was Goodfellas it has well voiceover. Maybe over I'm thinking
1: like of another movie that I saw recently. Because I recently saw, uh I went and I saw a Q&A with him, which was awesome, with Sean Penn uh, for Flag Day. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Penn directed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and what, his daughter in was in it? Yeah, so his daughter's in it. And he acted by default because, like, uh the actor, the original actor that they had intended, he didn't say who it was, but had uh, some personal issues or something, and they were, like, about to shoot, and he had to drop out of it, so gotcha. he had some personal problems. So he had to jump in and act. Yeah, and it play. happens. But it was really uh, it was a good movie. But another one voiceover is like, why? It was a little heavy Yeah, you know,
0: you don't some things like the voiceover that's easy. in Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. even yeah. watch really that version of Blade yeah. Runner. But, but I that was like the, the first d- one I saw. So I like the du- the director's cut without the right the voiceover. Yeah, yeah, I like I like them all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like them all. I, I, the first one I saw it in the movie theater when I was a little kid. So, well, yeah, that's you true. You know, that's why that's, I saw it, you know. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. To hear his voice. And I, I get it because it's like they got the noir thing going on, you know. Yeah. So I, I get that, you know. I get why they that kind of like added, why they did it, kind of.
0: Do you think, so let's let's talk acting for a little bit. Do you think that, this is something that I will, I'm always curious curious about because I'm always I I have a great respect for actors I'm not an actor but I love I'm a director and I I love working with actors and so I respect what what you guys do but do you think some people are sort of clearly some people just in general have an aptitude for certain things right you know like they're they're more inclined but do you think it's something that is it a skill that's learnable or do you think that it's like you either have it or you don't no I think I, I think, you know, my mentioning again uh,
1: Paul Sills, his mother was Viola Spolin, who started like the whole improvisation movement. Like she was the first one. It started with little kids in uh Chicago at a immigrant settle uh settlement house called Hull House. It was run by this woman, Jane Addams, and uh Neva Boyd. Uh and they started with traditional games with children. And then uh Viola Spolin, she came to New York and worked with the group theater, which was like Strasbourg, John Garfield. Legendary. All yeah. those people, you know, Howard Clorman and Uta Hagen and, and Stella Adler. So she, she was there, and then she came back to Chicago, and she was working with these kids, and she was putting the uh, – Alan Arkin was like in her – like a little little kid in one of her – Wow. Uh, I love Alan her, Arkin. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he was like a little kid in, in one of her uh, productions. But she was the first one to, like, start taking suggestions from the audience. And, and it started with little kids. And her big thing is that anyone can act and anyone can improvise if they want to. Yeah. You know, you have to want to. You know, that's... that's. Yeah. Like so to start I, with I th- that design. Yeah, so, and I come from that sort of, I like, like philosophy of it that anybody can. And it's just a matter of all it is, really, is, you know... Uh, Getting all the sh— can I curse on you? Yeah, you can. Curse. <laughs> yeah. Getting all the shit that society has like put on us, you know, and 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 going back to being a little kid with the little kid's imagination and eyes, and you know, and you know, it's yeah, being play. It's playtime. That's I've why they I've call it a play. Mike Mike Nichols used to tell us that's why it's called a play because you're playing. I like that though. You know, so it's like I think I think anybody can can act. Yeah, you know.
0: It's, it's, I see. See, I also look at talent in general. This is a broader topic about talent. I think that because if you if you think about talent, what is talent? How does somebody define talent? Well, well, talent is a repeatable skill, right? If somebody's a talented piano player, they could hit certain notes at a certain time, like in a certain way, mm-hmm. not just like you know, like once in a while, they could do it repeatedly. Well, here's here's, here's,
1: here's, here's another thing, right? I'm going to mention viola again, sure. right? she said talent talent is the capacity for for one to experience the capacity to experience so that's talent being able to bring your experience and then being able to experience in the present moment and that's that's talent like you know we so we all have it because we all have experiences we all have life and uh, a life and stock full of memories and things like that and that's where talent is. Talent is just the capacity to use your experience, you know. And that's another thing. Going back to being open, you know, and uh, trying to shed all the things that society put upon us and things. So it's like, yeah, you know, that's why that's every, true. everybody is talented.
0: Yeah, in my eyes. Too, I I I, you know? I look at it that way as yeah. well. Yeah, you know, that's uh, I I try never to uh, judge people, especially on their intelligence. You know, somebody could say oh, well, look at that guy. He's just a stupid hillbilly. It's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe that stupid hillbilly could build a car engine, disassemble it, and build it together right. in a way where you can never do it. He has his
1: experience. She, they have their yeah. experience, and I have my own, you and know, everybody so has their own experience. So everybody has, yeah. you know,
0: th- exactly. like their specific intelligences, like, you know, and sometimes it's not so apparent.
1: Right. It's the, be- the ability yeah. to experience, to use your experiences, and, to you know, to experience.
0: Yeah. So you pursued acting a little bit later on, after you've had some life experience,
1: yeah, I was w- I was playing with bands. I played with Larry from Sub-Zero and Crusade. We still got the band going. Oh, nice. Stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, um, and uh, I was on the music scene, like you know, for a while, and just doing, uh, yeah. But acting is the. I started writing first, and then, uh, like I told you before, so before we started doing this, I was told, we were talking about John Bloodclot from Chromags. He told me about Robert McKee, so I started taking Robert McKee, uh, and I went to Gotham Writers Workshop. Took a few screenshots. I took some. Kansas. I took some. Yeah, yeah some they had classes te- there too. Yeah, yeah, they did have some yeah. good teachers there. Yeah. So learned, yeah, you know, quite a bit of things. Yeah. As well. So I started good writing. Foundation. Yeah, I started writing, and then, uh, and then I wanted to. F- then I started doing like stand up, and I I said you know that's cool that you did stand up improvisation. Yeah. 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 You know, and improvisation was. Uh, so then I, I found out, you know, I started thinking about like, my favorite actors, like Alan Arkin, and a lot
0: of these people were improvisers, you know? Yeah. So that's how I came to Mike and Paul. and Did you ever see stand-up guys without Alan Arkin, and now Pacino and Christopher Walken? You know
1: what? That's on my watch list. I haven't seen it's that a, it's one It's a good yet. one. I got to see that. My it's favorite, like a, well, Catch-22 and Hard uh, and, uh, as a Lonely Hunter. Okay. Yeah, I have to put that on the list. Yeah, Hard is the only hunter because I really like Alan Arkin. Oh yeah, I think yeah.
0: isn't he a Westchester guy? Like or, no, like he's his, Brooklyn. Son, he's born is. in Brooklyn. Okay, gotcha. But his son, I think, lives in Westchester. Adam Arkin. Yeah, I think his son does. Yeah, Matthew. is Ma- Matthew sm- and Adam. Yeah. Yeah, because I I've known people that have seen him sort of around. They have a podcast, the
1: brothers. They oh have yeah, a, yeah, a film podcast. So so many films. people have podcasts now. Yeah
0: that I kind of joke around and say that that's mm-hmm. just how uh, organized people are documenting their <laughs> conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like they're archiving their conversations. <laughs> you know, it's like just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's that's how it's feeling. But I love it. I'm a I'm a big consumer of podcasts. Yeah, Lately, I've been listening to the Talking Sopranos podcast. Oh, okay. It's really actually fascinating. I listen
1: to the Pluck Dickens TCM? I have to listen to that one. Yeah, it's good. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. Who who hosts it? It's uh, it's TCM Turner Classic Movies. Oh. the first one was Peter Bogdanovich. did the whole thing on. Peter Oh, Bogdanovich. I think he was on to yeah. tie
0: everything. He was on The Sopranos, and he was I think he was a guest. Right, on he was an, on Sopranos on yeah. on the Talking Sopranos podcast as well. You know, I know obviously he's oh a, he was he's, he's an acclaimed yeah, film director and yeah, um, a very interesting character. Yeah, in yeah. The last <laughs> picture show. Yeah, the last picture show,
1: and yeah. I don't know, they all they all laughed was a good one. Yeah, uh, Ben Gazzara and John yeah. Ritter, Darcy Ben, a, ben yeah, Gazzara, yeah, 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 I yeah I John C- Cassavetes, yeah, I yeah, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. with them John a lot, Cassavetes, yeah, yeah, John Cassavetes was a great filmmaker. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, he kind of amazing actor. Uh, he kind of like yeah, amazing actor. He kind of like paved the way for independent, independent filmmakers. Film, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sure, yeah. I was yeah. just I was just reading about somebody. Oh, Joan, what's her name? She did Hester Street. Uh, anyway it's because of Cassavetes that Hester Street uh, came out like because she her husband at the time like contacted him out of the blue they didn't know each other and he was like we're having problems with the distributor and he's like well do it yourself and then he's like well no we don't know anybody we don't know how to do th- I don't know how to do that and he's like okay I got I'll hook you up with these two other people and it was turned out they're big distributors now or so I forget who they are but anyway but he was always helping people too you know
0: Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. He was Yeah, awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah. I saw um faces at, oh, yeah. at the IFC center when they showed a thirty five oh. millimeter print of that. Oh wow. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I've never seen then, that one on the big screen. And then uh A Woman Under the
1: Influence. Oh yeah, that I've seen at the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that at MetroGraph. And Jenna Rollins was there. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, doing a Q and A. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so saw that and uh Minnie and Moskowitz over there
0: uh, on yeah. the screen. Jenna Rollins was his uh his wife. Yeah. And they had uh amazing actress. Oh yeah. my god. And and yeah. the mother of uh his right. son Nick Casabeth, right. right? Nick, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of talent in that family. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah is uh, is
1: it so is is what her name Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think they're yeah, I believe oh, so. She's an actress. I think so. Yeah. Um the Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Oh, my ben God. Ben Gazar, Great movie. Yeah, that's a great wow. movie.
1: Oof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's his name? the Crazy. What's his, that actor man? That tall... Timothy... Uh, oh, I forget his name now. Timothy... He that's was, we we need in a producer a couple of on the
0: show. Chris, Chris, are you able to look Google. it up to Google...
1: Google well, uh, the cast of a killing of a Chinese, Chinese bookie. bookie. Yeah, the guy's name is Timothy. He actually was in a short film called Tarzana with Eddie Constantine. That a friend of mine. Uh, I got to know Steve DeJarnette, You know the act, the uh, director. He's a uh, miracle familiar. mile. He
0: made miracle mile. I'm familiar with Charity it. Cherry 2000. Like yeah, like a you know tangentially yes. familiar. Yes, Timothy Carey. Thank okay. you. Thank you.
1: Timothy Carey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Carey. Great actor. So Not did job. you grow
0: up, did you grow <laughs> up watching movies? Were you like really oh, yeah. like, like super into movies? Like oh, go, yeah, Going to movies yeah, yeah. all the time and things yeah, like that. Yeah, going
1: to movies and then like my mom, my mom was a teacher and she, her, there was another teacher at the school that used to, yeah. She used to like teach she, like what, like grade school? Yeah, whatever. she taught grade school, but my mom, uh, this other teacher at the school where she taught she would make, like, videotapes of me, like, for, for, like from, you know, HBO or whatever because I didn't have HBO at the time, you know? Yeah. When I was a little kid, so she'd make, like, videotapes. Oh, I saw that's so cool. many movies.
0: So, yeah, my grandparents had HBO because they were the superintendents of their building, and so, like, superintendents got HBO in Manhattan, like, you know, and, uh, they, like, because they got free cable. And uh, I, so I, I used to watch a lot of movies. Oh, it? yeah. I used to stay with, with them a lot. And, Watch oh, a lot movies of movies
1: you shouldn't have been watching too, right? Oh, I, yeah. I saw yeah, a lot yeah. that I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. My my, my my mother made my asshole father take me to see uh <laughs> uh, so Live on the Sunset Strip, Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. I was, yeah. kid, I was like yeah, eight yeah. years old or something. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, watching yeah, like Eddie Murphy's <laughs> Raw when I was like <laughs> yeah. you know, seven, eight yeah. years old. But, <laughs> Animal House. Uh, yeah, all that. kinds of things. 1941, I saw in the theater. Yeah. I saw what else did I see? I saw Continental Divide.
0: Do you remember the first movie that you've ever seen in the movie theater? No, like the I first wish. movie that I ever saw in the movie theater was Red Dawn. That really? I remember, I think I was five when it came out. Mine m- might have been like a Charlie Brown
1: or Ray Harryhausen, like you know, yeah, uh, sword and sorcery movie or something. Okay. I remember as a little kid seeing those. So yeah, it
0: might it might have been one of those. I don't know. My dad and used to bring me to the movies a lot too on Tuesday nights when it was like, uh, like you know, they'd, they'd have like a Tuesday night. Whatever it was called, you know, right? Like you know, it's it's a bit cheaper or whatever to go to the movies. And yeah, you used to see yeah. See a lot of things that came out every week. Yeah, um, yeah. They had
1: the yeah. I know what you're talking about because they they put out like uh like bargain night, basically. bargain night. Yeah, 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 yeah. They used to have there was this. I got to see like Monty Python movies when I was a kid, like uh because there was a theater. I think it was the Marlboro in Brooklyn. I don't know. The guy must have been like a a Python fan. Whoever owned it.
0: Because they were like, what is it? There's fireworks oh, okay. in the background. I'm
1: like, I'm like duck should I in duck? In Harrison, New York, <laughs> there's
0: fireworks even when it's not the 4th of July. It's every day is the 4th of
1: July. Here. Yeah, every day. I have a neighbor that loves
0: fireworks. I was about to duck. I'm like, what the hell? No.
1: <laughs> but uh, there was know. a guy that had, he must have, oh, like the owner of the theater or something must have had like, uh, must have been like a big Python fan because like he showed uh, like double features of like... Uh, Holy Grail, and then like, um, what else? Secret Policeman's Other Ball, like these yeah, crazy things in Brooklyn, you know. And, and it was. What it was, was the What was
0: one of the first movies that you remember that like you know just blew you away when you were a kid? Oh, like- I don't know, like Mad Max. Oh fucking, yeah, Van uh, Max scarred
1: me. Like, uh, <laughs> as a little kid, man, that, that thing when the when the hand uh, comes out of the, when I was a kid, uh, I loved that movie. Yo, I I,
0: I watched it on VHS though. I didn't see it in the theater.
1: You know why it scared me too? Because it was like the gangs on my corner. <laughs> they look like them.
0: You know what I mean? It's, they look it, like. It, where'd the, you grow uh, up, Johnny? I know Sunset where you Park. Sunset, you grew- Park, Sunset Park, yeah. Park. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And Sunset Legendary. Park, yeah. yeah. Those hardcore area.
1: Yeah. 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 But like. They look like the, they, the, yeah. the you know, the, the, knight, the right Rider. Right. It hit close you know? to I'm home. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a little spooky, you know. Yeah. So that, that kind of, that terrified me, Mad Max as a kid. Yeah. You know? But then I ended up becoming a huge fan of that. Yeah. You know? That last one was really good, Tom
0: Hardy, you know. Yeah, that last one was really good. Yeah. I didn't actually know until recently that it was the same director. Yeah, yeah, George uh, George, Miller. George Miller. Yeah, yeah, that he, yeah. yeah, that he directed. I didn't know. I was like just reading up on him. I guess he was like a physician. Was he Australia. really? Yeah, he's like a uh, a medical doctor. Wow. I think I could be speaking out of school here, but mm. I'm pretty sure. Chris, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> we have our producer Chris Mancini, our producer of the episode. Um, he's he's looking it up. Um. So yeah, so so you had a formidable sort of uh, yeah experience, yeah, yeah. yeah, growing up watching film, oh, loving yeah. film, all and kinds. Did th- th- Did you know, like, kind of like at a young age that you wanted to like be in movies and be well, an I actor? I was, I was, I was good at acting as a as a
1: kid. I even did something like with Jerry Lewis, like when really? when I was a little kid. Yeah. No way. Yeah, what'd you do with kid? Jerry Lewis? It was like for like a special like. Uh, Commercial for uh the telethon, so like you oh, like know. Jerry's kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a special, but he had like he he got like some yeah some kids from grammar school like,
0: and uh that's cool. It's yeah. actually a very uh noble thing that he did there. Really, you know, yeah. helping people and stuff. It was nice. So on he was okay. So uh our episodic producer Chris Mancini has looked up that he's confirmed that George Miller, the director of Mad Max and even the recent Mad Max franchise films, Fury Road, he was a physician. Wow. He was a screenwriter, writer, director, and uh, physician.
1: Wow. Pretty accomplished guy. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn glad he's not being... Physician anymore i know. wouldn't have had mad max yeah that's true <laughs> i know <laughs> i bet it helped on set with all those
0: car accidents <laughs> is there a doctor God, on man. set yeah yeah that's true. he's hiding that's in the back no, it's like no, no I but know. i play one on yeah, tv yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a question that i've been asking our guests <laughs> all right you know and and johnny you know, this was a tough question for him. It's tough narrowing it down. So I I have to preface. It's not two of your favorite. Like, you don't have to distill it down to your most favorite right. of movie right. scenes yeah. ever. But two, fil- you know, two scenes from two movies that you love, you know. Yeah. I get, All right, which is the first one? Let's talk. Let's walk. Let's talk. I sent you five because I'm like, screw you, you Seth. What you are you did. trying to do to me? I know it's different. Anytime
1: somebody asks me my favorite whatever, even if it's a favorite food, I'm like, what? That? I should have said, you know? you were looking at <laughs> too literally. Yeah, yeah. And it I drives know, me crazy. It hearts, thing, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, you know, it's just, you know, any two films that you like, any two scenes that you like. So one of them was The 400 Blows. Right. 400 which is a movie blows, that I love. The end uh, of By Francois Truffaut, yeah. the legendary filmmaker that really pioneered the French new wave. Yeah. Yeah. Him along with uh, Jean-Luc Godard. Yeah, he was man. still alive actually. Yeah, yeah, Godard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
1: going to see Breathless tomorrow. The new restoration. I love Breathless. Yeah, yeah. So fun. the
0: so there's a new mm-hmm. restoration. Yeah, of Breathless. Where's it? At film forum. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got a ticket already. Nice. Going Shout tomorrow. out to Film Forum. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Truffaut. You know, and I was gonna, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna go, not that scene. I was like, the scene when he's getting interviewed. You know, Remember So when okay. So first of all,
0: you know, <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be listening, and there a lot of people are gonna be familiar with the film. But for those of those, for those that aren't, maybe give like a quick recap of the film. It's a, it's definitely an autobiographical yeah. sort of film about. Truffaut's life kind of... Childhood. Yeah, about his childhood, specifically, where mm-hmm. he was sort of juvenile delinquent kind yeah. of character, you know, came from, uh, you yeah, know... He was misunderstood. Pa- misunderstood. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. I yeah, like he, was, he was just being a kid. he wasn't a bad kid. No, yeah. he was just being a kid, and he was like,
1: you know, authority was kind of... I think the authority thing was a little bit too much, especially in France at that time. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's like it was you know.
0: post-World War II France. Yeah. It was like right after the war. Yeah. From what I read, and I know that I've been disputed by this, by somebody, but but from what I've heard from some historians is that in France, during World War II, there wasn't a lot of films that were being screened with French subtitles. So they were watching American films without the subtitles. Yes, And that, that the gave them a tech. Yeah. And so they had to kind of just piece together in their mind, mm-hmm. sort of visually, of what yeah. was going on in the film and that actually kind of pushed the envelope on sort of the visual grammar right. of cinema in France at that time, which makes perfect sense yeah. to me. And I, and I, and I, and, and I sort of love that, you know, and there's been some, some historians and some, some people like uh, Alexander McKendrick who's a legendary oh, yeah. filmmaker. This, you know, wrote, um, I mean, I directed. Love book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wrote a book on film called on filmmaking with mm-hmm. the craft of the director.
1: Great book,
0: one of the greatest books. Yeah, yeah. About Me filmmaking too. that I, keep that yeah, all it's the time. yeah, it's it's so good. It's yeah. like uh it's amazing. It's actually more of a collection of his teachings. Yeah, his, he was a, right. he was a director for about like thirty years. Then I think in, in for England. another twenty or thirty years, yeah. In England, then he went to Hollywood and made right. like the sweet sell, smell, smell of success, success. Yeah, with uh, Burt Lancaster, mm-hmm. and you know he did the original the, Lady the, Killers. Man. The, the original <laughs> Lady Killers, great movie. Yeah, amazing movie. And. He says in his book that he thinks that 80% of a film, you should be able to understand it even if it's in a foreign language based sure. off the visuals. And I love that sort of approach. Mm-hmm. And I think that's – sometimes I think that's getting lost with certain yeah. filmmakers today. And I always say, like, um, you know, it shouldn't just be – just talking back and forth like you know mm-hmm. there should be like, like like my whole thing nowadays is like well what justifies this as being cinema mm. if something's gonna be a movie what what justifies it being a movie why not like a youtube video why not right. a, like a you know shows are becoming incredibly cinematic yeah sure if it lasts like yeah 10 20 years yeah so what justifies a movie being a movie you know and i think like those are some of the sort of visual things but in the yeah. French New Wave, they kind of really pushed oh the envelope. God, yeah. To me, the French... It, so you came out of the scene. Yeah. The way I interpret the French New Wave is that was the punk rock of cinema. Sure, yeah. sure. Me too, yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I love them. Just what, like, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols mm-hmm. did for music. Yeah. Where people were like, what was that? I've never heard that before. They're like, holy shit, I've never yeah. heard anything like that. That yeah. was, like, Well, yeah, I mean, changer. I came... From, yeah, I mean, I was already,
1: like, the Ramones were already, like... You know, I'm from, like, the 80s, so... Yeah, like, They yeah. were already... Uh, they were already, uh, established. already there, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, I mean, like, I got into the Ramones. I got a bad brain, so... Yeah. You know, but... but they, I'm sure
0: you've heard, like, older guys say... Oh, yeah, like yeah Men yeah. and women say... yeah. Yeah, yeah, say, oh, well, yeah, 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 say the stuff the whole, like that. Like, oh, when yeah. we first heard that first Ramones... Sure. I've heard so many people say that. They're like, when we first sure. heard that first Ramones record, they're like, sure. that changed sure. everything, like, sure. overnight. That's how I feel like, you know... All obviously, the, the, wave, obviously yeah. the French New Wave was before our time, but... That's what, to me, that's how I perceive that that's what it must have felt like. Yeah. Have, what is this? Well, you know, even yeah. like,
1: even like just recently, like when I did my, my first short that I went and actually made a film of, I was like trying to figure out how to do this, you know? And uh, I was like, I was like trying to figure out, I was really busting my, you know, <laughs> my chops like, oh, fucking, how do I do this? How do I communicate this on film? And then. I went to a, another one film forum. <laughs> I went to film forum during the uh Godard Karina, Anna Karina, Jean Godard, Anna Karina um festival they had over there. Yeah. And uh I forget if I was watching Band of Outsiders or Piero O'Leau. Um but anyway, I was sitting there and I was and all of a sudden the fucking how it how I was supposed to do it, it came to me. And I just started writing it, you know. So it's like, it was like that toll, and it was like the first time that I saw one, that film, I hadn't seen it on video or anything like that. So it kind of like, it shifted my whole view of filmmaking, you know. And it was it opened this whole new thing in, inside of me that was like, you know, and, and a whole new uh, exciting viewpoint. Why can't I do this? Why can't this happen? Why can't that happen? You know, type of thing, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, you know absolutely. Like, it opened you
0: know, up the form, as Scorsese yeah, says, right? Like yeah, there's certain it, yeah it people that opened up the mind, form, man. Yeah, and it's yeah. like
1: why can't I do it like this? You know, yeah. why am I thinking in this? Yes. in this. Why in am this I thinking way? so linearly? Right. Why am I thinking? Right. Why am I? Right. That's what. That's what I was doing. I was yeah. thinking linearly. Linearly, and uh, it kind of like was like, wow, you know, this is the total like, you know, it freedom. Yeah, and you know, it's like busting the chains, you know. And I, I, they, they did it. Without knowing what they would You should watch Tony K's film, Detachment.
0: Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, I you think mentioned you're, that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was was really yeah, strong. I'll, I'll I watched it, it about nine years ago, I think it came out. Then I watched it again more recently because I had assigned it to my film students to watch. And it really not just holds up. And I was like, man, it was even ahead of its time. You right. Know? Oh, yeah. Uh, really strong performances, too.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, like I got, I got into French New Wave, and then I started exploring like even the, the post French New Wave. Like,
0: so what's what's yeah. the scene from the Four Hundred Blows that you wanna discuss? It's uh the 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 end when he's
1: running across when, uh, the beach. Yeah, when he's running towards the beach. Yeah, yeah. he's running towards the ocean because he hasn't seen the ocean. He's a city kid in Paris. Um, for those that haven't seen it, he's a city kid in Paris, and he hasn't seen, and he gets he gets sent to uh, juvenile detention. Uh juvie hall kind of thing and uh he escapes and he wants to see the ocean and he goes and he sees the ocean and it's like and but for me it was like um antoine Doinel. antoine Doinel. Yeah. Duan antoine antoine yeah 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 i uh, recently I, m- I made a because i saw that there wasn't like jean pierre leal was the actor yeah and i saw that there wasn't like a lot of like things on on um, like facebook and things so i i made a group of fans of jean oh jean cool yeah and then i got like i just like grown to it's like 1500 and nice and get this his wife brigitte DuVuvier, she's on there no way yeah so i got told i didn't me, even know about this yeah she told me that he watches the group and he loves the group and he, no way yeah he's very happy about that's it that's amazing yeah yeah so every time so it was his birthday on his birthday we all like throw things up there and he sees it all and you know, but he's he's the kid in the four hundred blows. Yeah, he grew up on screen. That guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, masculine he did. Feminine. That's right. Yeah, masculine yeah. Feminine is Another f- one yeah. of my favorite f- films. Like uh, what? Do, what do you know think, think
0: of Stolen Kisses? Oh my God, I love all the I love Stolen Kisses. All, all the Antoine yeah, yeah. movies are great. You know, I saw. Yeah. It, I went
1: to I went to the Jean-Pierre Liao retrospective. Yeah, and the nut that I am, I bought the I bought I bought the the all access pass. So I saw every every single movie. And then on one day, on a Sunday, they played four hundred blows all, all four, all four, uh, all four um, films with um, with the short yeah. Antoine, and you know, and uh, I stayed in the whole th- the theater that whole day through the night, you know. Watching so the while we're talking, sequence, we're talking, you we're know? talking
0: about scenes. I got to say one of my favorite scenes of all time in a movie, and I think one of the best edits. Of all time in a movie isn't stolen kisses when he's sitting there when Antoine is sitting there with his girlfriend and they're playing with that napkin ring okay, from the yes, kitchen yes. and they're just sort of playing with it and then he just puts it on her finger at some point and she kind of looks up at him and then it cuts away and then like they're married like <laughs> a certain time later I thought that was like amazing yeah he's, you know
1: yeah it's 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 yeah. it's amazing I saw. In that retrospective, I got to see a film called La uh, La Con- Concentration, and it's by Philippe Garrel, and it's a movie that has only been seen a handful of times, and in the whole world, and like uh, maybe like ten times it's played. He keeps it under lock and key, so it's like a movie that you know, like they they made the announcement. Uh, if you've if you've never seen this before. You're gonna see it, and it's the last time. <laughs> it's gonna be your no first way. time and only time. Wow. Yeah, it was like, yeah. He he, Philippe Garrel, the filmmaker, he like locks it away. But interesting. But uh, but Jean-Pierre Liao was in it. Yeah, and I got to see it. It was like, yeah. was it amazing? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking, I, I don't
0: know why he doesn't uh, Let's just release it. Yeah, you know. Why is it under lock and key?
1: You know, he's he creates a, like an intrigue. I guess yeah, he's uh, well, he's, he's, he's eccentric. He also burned a lot of his movies, his early movies. He destroyed them. You know, he's, he's that so sort fascinating. Of filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's,
0: Tarantino did that with his first movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, he made wow. a movie called my best friend's wedding and, and he never released it. He, I think for, for years there was like, he said that, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of school, but I, I just know that it wasn't released. Right. You know? And then there were some people that said it got destroyed in a, in a fire, in a lab fire, but then it's kind of came out in re- recent times that it just didn't quite, wasn't working, I guess. And didn't release it. And you know what, maybe, I don't know, obviously, you know, his career has flourished. So, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. so yeah. whatever it worked out for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's, you know, yeah. it's difficult for pe- people that were in a project that's never getting, re- that yeah. never got released. Well, he
1: came from the, ex- he was, Philippe Corral, he came from like the experimental, uh, he came from the French New Wave, like Jean Oustache, Chantal Ackerman, you know, all the, yeah. all, all, all the post French New Wave. Um, I haven't
0: seen all the French New Wave films. Yeah, I've seen good... You've seen a lot of... You seem yeah, like you're yeah. really I'm up I'm really under, into the French you're, you're, New Wave I, I love the French New Wave. I want to watch like, even uh, more
1: of them, but... Even before that, like, uh, French poetic realism. So,
0: and some of them get... I know, like, Godard in his later years, he like, he started getting more experimental. Experimental, yeah. More sort of avant-garde, right? Yeah, I went to see but the... But I love the movie, book. like, Contempt.
1: Yeah, Contempt was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie.
0: So, yeah. He
1: was actually throwing Jack Palance... Was actually throwing like the the cans at Gadhar in that scene. Oh yeah, he was actually throwing them at because Oh, wow. pissed him off. Really? Yeah, yeah I could yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So the, he's actually. I can mean, I can <laughs> ama- only imagine
0: there. You know, yeah. two two very different personalities. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and but I yeah the four hundred blows that scene, but there also the great scene in there is when he's being interviewed.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that? When he gets in it's trouble. It's been many years since I've seen it, but I. Refresh my memory.
1: He's uh at the, he's in the juvenile juvie hall yes, already. Yes, and they start like talk. after then like he, he goes took to the s- typewriter from the office. Right. Yeah. Right. And then he okay. Goes, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He gets locked up, and then he's like the the teacher or somebody is like the it's a psychiatrist that's like yeah. asking him questions and and it's real honest. It's like know? documentary style. Almost. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh uh scene. Yeah. You know, and so it's really it's honest. Yeah. You know. And, uh, but that movie, and then that scene that I mentioned, the the ending of 400 Blows was actually a mistake, with the the close up that yeah. comes at the end of it. Yeah, that was actually like he wasn't supposed to look into the camera or something, and yeah. he looked into the camera, and Truffaut was like, "All right, you know, all right, I have no choice. I only have the shot. They only had the shot of him looking into the camera, so he had no choice, and he just zoomed in on it." you, you just know in the in the editing yeah. in the editing went full tilt. He panned he yeah. scan panned you know yeah. went into it on the editing yeah. in the editing, yeah uh, not on the camera right right but right. uh but yeah, and it became like one of the most like iconic, iconic yeah. endings absolutely in
0: cinema, you know, and it was yeah. a mistake that's amazing <laughs> you know the movie yeah, gods yeah, yeah. the movie gods were smiling upon him that yeah, day
1: Yeah, but i think that's what the new wave the new wave were about they embraced like, that right yeah they embrace there were there are no like in, pro- in improvisation there are no mistakes you know you everything's uh everything's on the on the table yeah. you know like uh as an improviser i have to work with whatever you know you said you know you said something that you didn't hear me right and you said something that didn't well now we're gonna go with that that's not a mistake yeah. you know what i mean i pick it up yeah. So I think they did that with film a lot. Yeah.
0: It's Very like my free. my father, when I was a kid, uh, a guy came into his store and called him Poppy. He's like, Hey, Poppy. He's like, do I look like a puppy? <laughs> <laughs> My father who is,
1: you know. If, they, if, if it were me, I would have said. He's like, no, I wasn't calling you a puppy. <laughs> if it were me, I would have said, yes, you look cute and cuddly. <laughs> you know, there are no mistakes. Yes, cute and cuddly. You know what I mean? So, you know. You know there you go. the improviser. You got to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Times. You
0: know. um, yeah, yeah, just like uh, the guy from The Room. Was that? <laughs> there are no mistakes. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that movie. Oh, you you've never see seen it? it? No, oh I still man, have to see it. yeah, no, it's it's see it. it's legendary, not in a good way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> got to give it to him though, right? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. He's really went. He made the most of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah. You he's, have to see it to really. He's doing great for himself. Yeah he is. There's a fantastic book, uh, the disaster artist. Right, the disaster like, artist. It's incredible. Yeah. Actually, it's an incredible. Yeah, book. I got to read it. So I'm a big Audible. Junkie. Oh We're yeah. Not sponsored by Audibles, by the <laughs> way. So I don't know if I should give them too much of a shout out, but I did. I do. I do buy a lot of books on Audibles. I, yeah, I, I, for me, it's a good way to consume books, right? Because I'm in the car or I'm sure. taking the train. Sure. You know, I mean, you could read, I guess, physically on the train, but sometimes i'm just in situations where I'm commuting, I find, yeah. and that's a lot of times where I could. Sort of listen to a book and right. that was like a fantastic audible. Yeah, I'm always uh, book. reading film books. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like right now I'm reading The Secrets
1: The Secret Language of Cinema by uh, Jean Claude Carrier. Yeah. Uh, the, the screenwriter. Do you know French? No, I don't. I should by now. You
0: should. I should by now. Yeah, you should learn I it. I know I
1: should by now, you know? Yeah. I had a chance to meet Philippe Gorel, the director I was talking about at a. Uh, and you we, should we you gotta friends. make it, dude, you
0: gotta make it out to Cannes yeah I know Yeah, you gotta yeah, just do yeah, it yeah. make One that pilgrimage it. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like know. it's like a cinephile heaven
1: yeah I know but watch movies so, all day
0: it's so you know again,
1: no, there's it's a lot of things that they get like I saw some like uh, they uh, they attacked what's his name there uh, Von Trier oh Lars Von Trier yeah yeah and they to I had to like defend him and <laughs> <it's>
0: like <laughs> but I, I think, think I, you know it's Lars mm-hmm. He's I'm sure he said some he's a provocateur yeah, yeah. you know but they yeah. get
1: really violent at that. No, man, no, no, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> like they sensationalize that. Really, it's 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 a very it's uh, very
0: yeah. hospitable. In fact, yeah. I find it to be very. I've been there twice, and it's very hospitable. Like we were there two years ago with my uh, producer George Rudy. We were there to do like a bit of business for my feature film at that time. Um, but then we were just watching movies like all day. Like we had this pat, like we had these passes that we could just go to them, and it was just like. It was amazing. We would just be like, what's playing next? What's playing? You know, and then we were watching just <laughs> like amazing films that, you know, we would have never maybe been exposed to from all oh, over yeah. the world. And, you know, then you meet people online when they're going to the movie. Every, sure. You know, people are typically pretty friendly yeah. at film festivals, like, you know, um, yeah. yeah. I, just
1: get, I just get a little like, you know, because like I, I think uh, you would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. I, I would. think you would love it. Sure. I would. I just don't want to like go see like some filmmaker I enjoy and then they boom or something. I'm like,
0: I, I've fight. never seen that. <laughs> I've honestly never seen that. You yeah. know, you've heard of that. You yeah, know, like yeah. I heard even when Pulp Fiction won in nineteen ninety four, there were some people that were like scandal and that kind of <laughs> shit. You know? But I've never I've never witnessed I've never right. witnessed anything like that yeah. over there. Yeah, and I've you know. seen uh, you know, dozens of films. I go to the uh, festival festival
1: the Cannes. That's that why movie. I mentioned it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see it. James Con. though. This is the James Con oh, Film Festival. Oh, is that Khan, what that is? I see, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's him peeking out.
0: That's that's James clever. Khan. Yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't Okay, I didn't catch festival.
1: it. Yeah. It happens every year around cons and at the at I the didn't Museum know about of this. Moving Image. Yeah. yeah. This year they only had two movies. They had Rollerball and Thief. Yeah, you know. But Yeah. I love Thief. Yeah, Thief is. Thief is one of my favorite films. Michael Mann. Love that film. Yeah, Tangerine that- Dream the, the 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 score. Epic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I change cars like most people change socks. Yeah, I'm a thief. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Love yeah, I love that line. Yeah. 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 said, so What do you think I do for yeah. a living? So what are we gonna do? Yeah. yeah. When he gets
1: he tells him, "What are we gonna do? What are we gotta go." You know. It seems born in Queens, so that's yeah. Why I do know. Over there, I
0: actually have met people from Arthur Avenue that. Like oh really? New people in common with them back in the day. Like he used to hang out with neighborhood sort of guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you know they it said. He had, like that guy. He had like yeah. a, like a reputation of being, you know. Yeah. Like a like pretty being pretty good. Yeah. As, as they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a great teacher yeah.
1: too, acting teacher. From what I heard, he teach he was teaches out in L.A. Like years ago, he was teaching out in L.A. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's
0: really good teacher. Yeah, so. I couldn't imagine anybody else as sunny. Godfather, he I know did. they were like, there were other people that they that role almost went to. Like, yeah. I really, you know, yeah, I think for me, Thief is like, his most Thief is a masterpiece, role. yeah, yeah, I that's agree. His, like, that's although he's great, in that's anything. his apex mountain,
1: yeah, he's great in anything, though. Yeah, like Freebie and the Bean with Alan Arkin. You ever seen that? No, it's funny as hell. Do man. I have to put on the list? Yeah, it's funny, it's okay. really funny. Freebie and the Bean, Alan yeah. Arkin, and, and they have share a birthday, the same birthday, oh, really, on the same yeah. exact day. i th- don't no, know Alan, Alan Arkin's got to be. Older. Yeah, I think Alan Arkin might be a little older. Yeah, but yeah, free and the Beans. I, a good Alan one. Arkin is hysterical, man. Yeah, he's he's great, like really man. funny. Yeah. Um.
0: So okay, so what else? We have we have a few movies. The
1: other one was I sent you five because you made me pick I sh- two. So I was <laughs> <should've, laughs> like, I'm gonna get them. I the, the
0: five movies. You know what? I apologize. <laughs> I should have print. I should have printed the list.
1: Um. The other one was the other one that I sent was uh. It was 400 Blows, and then it was um, Catch-22 I sent. Yeah. Right? Catch-22. Which I've never seen.
0: That's a, that's I a gotta Mike, put that Mike Nichols.
1: Yeah, that's one of Mike's movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's a
0: great movie. Um, I know they were remaking it recently. For a series or something. For a series. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I saw one episode that was presented actually at the IFC as part of like a television festival that they were doing yes. there in Christopher right. Abbott. Who was the actor, mm. the lead in the series? he was there presenting it? And uh, he's a very good actor, actually, really great actor. And uh, it was kind of cool, actually, watching it. Yeah, it's there. yeah, and it was pretty good. The it, was series pre- it, was, it was it was it was funny. I like yeah. it. it was,
1: yeah, it was it was. The movie came out same time as MASH, so MASH kind of like oh, MASH kind of gotcha. knocked, knocked it off out Altman's of the water. F- yeah, yeah, MASH, so MASH, MASH obviously I've seen it, but in retrospect, I mean, it's got now people are like finally seeing that it was a great film catch 22. You know, Mike didn't really care too much for it at the time. Gotcha.
0: He didn't get the accolades for it. No, he said he did, said he, did like he, didn't, he
1: didn't he said that he didn't find he said he didn't realize he was making a film about uh, a film that takes place in a guy's head. That's basically what it is. And he didn't realize it till after he, it was done. Yeah. So he said he would have done it differently, you know, knowing that.
0: I got to give it a watch.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Um, what was the I've other seen, one? I've
0: seen moments from it. You know, I've seen, like, different clips from it and things right. like
1: that, but I got to sit down and watch it. I forget it. what the other film is. Was it uh, 400 Blows? Oh, it was... Uh, it was another
0: Fr- French film it as was
1: well. Yeah, it was uh, Truffaut, uh, Small Change with the little kids. Yeah. The little kids. I've seen that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> that's yeah. With the little girl that screams out of the megaphone, my parents aren't feeding me. I'm hungry. Yeah. They leave her alone, and uh, that one. And then uh, I sent I sent a one about Philippe Garrel, which is Leonfant's Sacred, which is about his uh, his relationship with Nico from the Velvet Underground. Oh, okay. It was like he was in a ten year relationship. Yeah, she used to like
0: hang out in the New York sort of scene. Yeah, she so was like uh, before our time. Right, yeah. right, yeah. It was yeah. like the scene of the 1970s.
1: Right like, Philippe went out with her for, like, ten years. Yeah. So this, this movie is about the child that she had with yeah. Alan Deleon. The Alan Deleon yeah. you know, actor. Yeah. And, like, he kind of, like, <laughs> to this day, I think the, I don't think he even, like, recognizes, uh, acknowledges that that's his child. Oh, no way. Yeah, so that's the secret child in the movie. And the the ending yeah. is, you know, she goes back to, uh, she becomes a junkie. And uh her mother dies and she becomes a junkie and then uh it's autobiographical and uh, she comes back to Paris and another movie that was like a mistake he's he wasn't allowed he I think he either wasn't allowed to shoot in the cafe or they couldn't fit the stuff in the, the equipment in the cafe so he filmed outside so you're looking at the reflection you're looking at them through the glass, the storefront glass of the cafe. So when she goes out, and he, he, she goes. I have to meet somebody, and automatically you're like, oh, he's she's doing heroin again, you know. So she goes, and you see it—the reflection of her meeting the dealer in in the mirror. I On mean, the, in the window, the window, of the counter. right how it was filmed, you know. So it was like one of those another thing, you know. He he wasn't allowed to shoot or something, and it came out. Oh yeah, made it like it's like a happy accident, right? Yeah, it was perfect, you know.
0: Well, you know what? I've been really embracing the fact I've heard other. Directors that I really respect uh, talk about this is embracing limitations. Sure. You know, that that actually uh, fosters creativity. Yeah. You know, and I've been really like embracing that more right. and more. My you know? whole
1: thing was like uh, my like, I think a perfect example of that is uh, was for me always a perfect example. Of that is the, uh, the pythons with uh, the Holy Grail. They couldn't afford horses. So what did they do? They came over to coconuts and these oh. guys are going like they they, they couldn't afford horses. So yeah, they had to brilliant. think of something. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like an iconic like uh, you know you know yeah. classic comedy. Absolutely. We're that was the other film, uh yeah. Chaplin, the uh, boxing match. Oh scene. okay. Yeah. Chaplin, the
0: nineteen ninety two City
1: Lights, City Lights, the movie City Lights. That so was you're the other scene that I sent. Oh, okay. Yeah. City yeah, Lights, yeah. yeah. I was trying to figure out what the other scene was that I sent.
0: Would you think of the biopic? Cha- chaplin. i thought it was great yeah i, yeah. L- I really liked it too yeah, I, thought yeah. It was great. I saw that in the theater when it came out oh really yeah yeah he was yeah and then yeah.
1: like geraldine uh chaplin she's playing her grandmother yeah you know which was very sad you know yeah yeah so uh, it was a sad movie yeah yeah, yeah. he had a hard life he did know? yeah all about poverty you know yeah that was it you know and the work and they were still you know using workhouses he was sent to the workhouse yeah. as a kid like the, you know you hear about you read about that in dickens you know Charles right. Dickens, right. Like the wor- like children in the workhouses, the poor yeah. in the workhouses, and chaplains yeah, workhouses. Yeah, yeah. But City Lights, the boxing match, that even before that is just like incredible. When he's in the, uh, he's in the, uh, he's back, he's back in the, he's back in the thing. He makes a, he makes a deal with the guy. Like, okay, I'm not going to hurt you. I just need you to fight me. We'll split the money. You know, for fighting for money. We'll split the money. I'm not going to hurt you. And, and Tramp's like, oh, okay, all right, great, great. So they go back there, and then all of a sudden the cops are looking for the boxer, and he has to split. So he's like, what? <laughs> and Chaplin, they choose another guy who's going to fight Chaplin now and for the contest, and the guy doesn't know about the arrangement. <laughs> and wow. and Chaplin tries to tell him, uh, so I had this arrangement with the guy, you know that he wouldn't <laughs> kick my ass, and like we'd split the money. Is that still good, right? And the guy's like, "What are you talking about? No, I want all the money. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> like, like no, I'm taking all the money." And then, uh, and then the guy, it's 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 pretty like. First of all, there's a black uh, boxer, a real boxer. He used he brought he brought him in, and he wasn't playing black. He was a boxer. You know what I mean? It right, right, wasn't, right. wasn't, which was very ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing was Chaplin started like trying to be nice to the guy. Oh, you need a light? You need and like very like, yeah, you know. And the guy thinks he's gay, so he goes and he hides, the change into his trunks. He's like hiding from him, like you know, because he thinks he's Chaplin's gay. You know, that was a, yeah. another big thing, like a joke on that.
0: You know, right, right, right. And then because uh, that wasn't ever really talked about. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And he has a few of that, like in modern times. If you watch. Uh, the scene in the in the prison, there's one guy that has his hand like this. Yeah. Going through. Like in the extras. Out of all the extras of the prisoners. Gotcha. You know, it's showing that he's the he's the you know, the date of the <laughs> the prison cell. You know, the yeah. prison. But uh and then that fight, man, just amazing the choreography and the it's a dance. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. You know. It's hilarious and it's beautiful, and I watch it every time. And I just it's, City Lights is one of my favorites,
0: you know. I have to I have to sit down and really watch it. Yeah, see a woman like of I've a seen parts. of, of
1: woman oh. of Paris. Yeah, it's a really good Chaplin film. It was only the only one that he directed. He didn't act in it. Yeah, he wrote it for uh, for Edna Proviance, who he was dating at the time, was his uh, main co star, and uh, it's it's a drama, and it's the first real in the history of cinema where you see true film acting. Yeah. No over the top. Right. You know, with the silent films, they were coming from the stage so they were used to reaching, you know, the actors were used to reaching the audience back there. So they had these grand gestures and all that. Yeah. And this one was very small. It was subtle. Yeah, it was film acting. He told, he told Adolf Manju, was uh, one of the actors on it, and he told him, and Adolf Manju never forgot this uh, for his career, because this was his first, you know, this is uh, one of his first films coming from the stage. Chaplin told him, the audience is in your lap. You don't have to reach out there. So the audience is in your lap. So he knew how to, you know, do nothing, basically.
0: You know? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah,
1: you know, so Chaplin, Chaplin was a big He was innovator. a visionary. Yeah, you know, he created a really film... Modern day film acting I think yeah. from that if you watch that one mo- movie a woman of Paris you'll see it yeah. it's all behavior it's all you know mm-hmm. there's one actress that he couldn't get because she was so she was she was an older actress and she was so like you know can't teach an old dog new tricks type of thing you know so she couldn't unlearn her
0: her habits and so uh,
1: she sticks out like a sore thumb in the movie
0: Charlie Chaplin was also one of the co-founders of United Artists right with Griffith with, and yeah uh, D.W. Griffith and, yeah, and uh, Mary Pickford, Pickford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah he definitely
1: was, uh, he's a lot of people don't give he him did a what lot. he deserves you yeah, know? yeah yeah yeah
0: you know. it's incredible But that scene that boxing match is <laughs> hysterical I have to yeah. actually sit down and watch a lot of his work because I've seen like you know a lot of clips from it right but I don't – you know, I don't – I have to, like, you know, project it now that I've got, you know, my yeah, proper yeah. projector set up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I have to watch it.
1: Yeah, man, I, I got to do that one day. I have a TV, you know, nice size, but it's not huge. But yeah. You know, but I, I try to go to the movies whenever I can, you know. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. So I um, used to go a lot. I don't go as much Right. these days. Obviously, you know, the last past couple of years, everything's – you know, I – I don't know about you, but I have no problem going to the movies by myself. I, I go. Oh, no, I do it all go, the time. I go solo.
1: Oh, all the time. I, never, I rarely go see a movie with somebody. I'm always in the theater by myself. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know people I mean? that really love movies have no issues doing that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Totally. I'm going there for and that. And I think,
0: like, yeah. if you're comfortable with yourself, you could do that. Right. Like, I've heard some people be like, I could never do that. And it's like, well, why not?
1: Why not? It's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about if they like it or not. Yeah, you know, I had a friend of mine. Oh my god, man!
0: Does he always talk put, during put the? On? No, Is he a talker? I, no, she, there's some people that do that. She was
1: over my my she 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 visited me and we watched um. You watched Seven Psychopaths. That was her idea to watch that. Okay. That was Christopher good. Walken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. I liked Martin it McDonough. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. In, in Bruges. In Bruges. He did, yeah. He did that. Uh, yeah. And uh, Three Billboards, right? I love Three Billboards. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, it was a great movie, Seven Psychopaths. I loved yeah, it. And I then liked she's it like, too. well, let's watch another movie. So I said, I said, oh, you don't like subtitles. So I don't know. I got to find a movie without. So, so I put on Paris, Texas. Oh my God. God, she the, had such them, a violent reaction to it. Movie? Yeah, yeah, she was like, yeah. uh, like this violent reaction. It was like, what? It's a fucking movie. Yeah. Relax. It was like, yeah, you fucking making me do this shit. So tell me to turn it off. you want me to turn it off, no, she didn't want me to turn it off. She she wanted to torture herself and torture me. So it's so better off to go. That's my whole thing. Better off going by yourself, so you don't have to worry if they like it or not, or they get violent. Yeah. Violent reaction to it. What's this shit? <laughs> like, I loved it. That's <laughs> <laughs> your problem. Yeah.
0: Well, Johnny, I really appreciate having you on the podcast, yeah, man. man. Yeah, thank and you, for uh, Yeah, always great to see you, man. Yeah, great glad to see you, too, you doing man. well. Thank you. All right, Johnny. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Film Situation Podcast. Today's guest was Johnny Zito. Hosted by Zafkota. Produced by Chris Mancini. Executive Producer Jeff Cutler.